0: So I just kind of allowed that to be beautiful instead of being worried about the fact that she cursed <laughs> because she did. Um, but being present and not thinking of things outside of what I'm experiencing in the moment has been very essential for improving my life. Peace, Assalamualaikum. Welcome family to Tea Time Podcast by Atia J. This is your self-help spiritual podcast uplifting topics we all love to avoid but we definitely need to conquer. Tea time is your moment to pause, listen and absorb what is soothing to you. I'm Tia J, aka Tia, a certified holistic life coach and this idea was sparked by my passion to help others discover their latent potential, purpose, and significance, especially if you are one who feels overlooked, alone, or forgotten. You are not alone, you are not forgotten. I see you and I feel you. Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Enjoy the tea. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Podcast. It's your girl, Tia, as always. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Welcome, and today's topic is how to improve your life, <laughs> okay? Today, I'm gonna get into the 10 things that I have been doing to improve my life. In the previous episode, if you listen. Thank you for listening. Uh, love roller coaster. I discuss uh, by myself as well as with my husband a lot of things that I have been struggling with, right? Emotionally, within relationships, uh, physically in my body. There, there have been many things that I've been struggling with. Not that I'm unhappy. I haven't been settled in a lot of places, right? In that episode, I spoke a lot about not feeling settled and always feeling as if I need to jump to the next thing in order to be a better person and in order to live correctly. And I kind of addressed that feeling and how it's not true and it's not healthy for my lifestyle. It actually created a lot of stress. It created a lot of anxiety. So today, we're gonna get into how... To improve your life. Before we get into today's episode topic, I did want to state that I will no longer be prioritizing video episodes of this podcast, right? A part of what I will be discussing today is about how I need to put myself, me, first in order to improve my life. You cannot and I cannot improve my life unless I put me first. The video episodes was an idea from feedback that I got from people when I first started my podcast and I really appreciate all feedback. I really appreciate it and it has helped me with my outreach as well as being seen. However, while I will still post my episodes on YouTube, I'm going to prioritize just recording it without the video because as many of you may know, I am a photographer, I dabble in video, that's where I started with the visual art. I don't just post the video. It it takes a lot for me to complete a video to be able to post it. So in order for me to really get episodes out and to build up a library of my podcast, I do want to just focus on recording the sound. Um, And video, that's not going to be a priority. However, I will have some episodes with video that are released. This episode will not have a video component to it. Instead, I'll find a little visual to be able, so that all of my listeners can listen on YouTube as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. So thank you everyone for continuing to tune into T-Time Podcast. Thank you for all of your support, all of your feedback. Keep it coming. But in the respect to myself, to prioritize myself first, as well as work in the way that is best for me, I am no longer prioritizing the video podcast. However, they will still be here, especially when I have guests because I got a lot of great feedback from the last episode with Matt, my husband. So moving on to my next thing I wanted to say before we dive into the topic Self-care is going to be the priority of all of my episodes. So when I do have guests on, it'll be more of a conversation. But when it comes to my independent Just Me podcast, I want to focus on self-care. I want to focus on self-help. I want to focus on building yourself up because that's me, right? I believe it is my purpose to help you To help other people realize that they have everything they need within them. We all do. We have everything we need within us in order to improve our life, in order to be better people, and in order to feel great. So I want to highlight that in every single episode that I do. Especially when it's just me talking. Just so that we can... this, uh, This is a positive message in your ear. I want this message to have you smiling when it's done. So... Just talking about topics is not necessarily going to do that. So I want to rein it back in and state that self-care is the priority on this episode, especially for people who have had similar life experiences as me. We care a lot, right? As empathetic introverts, we care a lot about other people and a lot of people don't know much about us. So a lot of times we get on the back burner and where our needs are not necessarily assessed and not necessarily addressed this is a voice. (laughs) This is my voice to help me address the things that I need. And I want to be that voice for you so that you can help address the things that you may need in your life, just to feel better, to be better and to live fulfilled in life because we should all be peaceful, happy, and jubilant fun beings. And that's the goal of this podcast. Next thing, Personally, I've been pulled in different ways when it comes to feedback for the podcast. I want to say that, again, I appreciate all feedback. However, I'm going to rein in it again, and I will keep my podcast specifically for what it is that I want uh, my message to be to the world, right? Because if I try to address all of the things that other people may want, me as an empath, that's going to end up kind of drowning out my message Because I often do that. I'll I'll step aside or put my needs under what somebody else wants. And we're going to cut that out right here. (laughs) I'm still uh, very empathetic. I love people. And I love to make people smile and make them happy. However, I got to put me first. So I also wanted to give a huge shout out. To my sis, Kiona, right? Everyone check out the podcast, Kiona Speaks. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can search Kiona Speaks. I will also put this in the show notes. I want you all to listen to her latest episode. It was such an inspiring reflection. I really appreciate sis, who is also a life coach, so check her out. She gives her information in the episode. I also... Just I, I want to thank her for that episode because it was it was truly inspiring to see how vulnerably and how bluntly and plainly she spoke on what she has been going through in the past year, past couple years. Um, uh, so I really appreciate this. I think everyone needs to also give an ear to her. If you enjoy me and my podcast, you will definitely enjoy her. So check it out. Kiona speaks on Spotify on anywhere that you may get your podcast, and also on anchor.fm. Now, let's get into it. How to improve your life. How do you improve your life? I'm gonna give you the 10 things that I have been doing in order to feel better. Like, I've gone from kind of feeling crazy to feeling great, and I'm continuing to improve, and I will always use these tactics in my life, so I wanna share them with you. Let's get into it. Number one, pray. I do not care if you're religious or not. It is so important for us to have communication with God, with the creator, the universe. However you describe that entity whom is more powerful than you and allow you allows you to breathe and to live and to wake up every day. We do not do that for ourselves. We can take care of our bodies. We can do everything right for ourselves. However, we do not control us being able to be here. We do not put our spirit, our soul, back into the body every morning in order for us to wake up our eyes and to open and to be active and involved in the world. We do not do that. So we must give reverence to the creator who does. And prayer is the perfect way to do that. It's a conversation with God. And it's when I'm actively praying and consistently praying as Muslims, we are taught to pray five times a day. I I believe it's because it invigorates you. It gives you a purpose. You feel connected to God. You feel connected to a purpose when you do that. It helps you to deepen your connection with your will your thing that makes you a human being in my perspective and to me lately it's been like coffee in the morning like there have been times I wake up at 5 a.m didn't go to sleep until 1 a.m and I'll wake up and and I'll pray instead of just going back to sleep and instantly all of a sudden I have all of this energy and I just stay up and do everything else I want to do and have a super productive day. So prayer is communication with the creator, and it is so essential, I had to put it as number one on my list because it is what gave me the inspiration and energy to do everything else that's on my list. Number two is wake up early. I chose 5 a.m., right? So as I said, waking up early to me is very important. I'm a morning person, but I do also believe that as human beings, we are most energized when the sun is out, when the sun is up. So waking up before sunrise, experiencing the sunrise to me is an energizing, full experience. It's something that makes me warm even in the winter time. So I definitely believe that it has been key to my self-improvement. On the flip side, I do have a nine-month-old daughter. So sometimes I am going to go to sleep at 2 a.m., and I don't wake up every day at 5 a.m. And I used to beat myself up for that. I really used to because I, I, that's me missing prayer, everything. However, my number three on the list is give myself grace. I need to give myself grace. I am a human being, which means I'm going to make mistakes. And that's humbling myself because I, I can't act like I'm perfect And when I do mess up, I can't beat myself up for that because that'll make me more imperfect because I'm going to make that mistake again. And instead of accepting the mistake, addressing it and rectifying it, I kind of avoid it. And that causes me to go into more of a slump and more of a slump and more of a slump. So for me, number three on my list is giving myself grace because I need grace in order to continue to grow, right? Just like you can't put a pot on top of a plant and expect it to grow. (laughs) You can't do that. So my negative ideas about when I mess up is a pot on top of me and I'm that plant and it limits my growth. So giving myself grades lifts that pot off from on top of me and it allows me to spread my leaves and just be and enjoy the sun. Number four on my list is be present, especially with my daughter, right? Um, I am a new mom, I told you my daughter is nine months, so there has been a lot of growth that I've experienced with her, and when I was stressing out about, you know, what else can I do to help her grow, what else can I do, is she okay, is she sleeping right, da-da-da-da-da, when I stress out about those things, I'm not present with her in the moment, and that can cause me to miss out on special things. For example, this girl is talking like crazy right now. She's, of course, is babbles mostly. Let's let's say the other day, right? I won't say who did it, but somebody said, damn, in front of her, right? And that girl said, damn, right after repeating after the person. (laughs) And I could be mad, right? I could have been enraged that Journey is cursing now, because some somebody said it in front of her. But I had to just accept the fact that, whoa, she repeated a word almost perfectly. She kind of didn't say the D all, all the way. But she's starting to really recognize sounds and voice inflections and patterns. And it's beautiful to see. So I just kind of allowed that to be beautiful. Instead of being worried about the fact that she cursed. <laughs> because she did. Um, but being present and... Not thinking of things outside of what I'm experiencing in the moment has been very essential for improving my life. It relieves stress. It relieves anxiety. And it allows what is to just be that, what it is. (laughs) And it allows me, more importantly as well, to just be what it is. Uh, So I do strive to be present. Number five is journal. So when I do wake up at 5 a.m., even when I don't, I make sure to journal and this is so critical for me because baby girl does not know how to always express her emotions, I do not always know how to speak what is on my mind into words to somebody else or out loud even, even to, in my prayers. I don't always know what to say. So for me, the act of writing and journaling brings something out of me that I need. It's also important because I loved autobiographies growing up. Um, Anne Frank, I read Frederick Douglass's autobiography. And to me, that is so critical because it's you telling your story. And your story is impacting all of these people who may read it. Um, So one day, I hope to have an autobiography. Just a little secret. Um, But the act of writing and then being able to read what I wrote back to myself is so critical for my reflection is and as well as even developing, realizing the growth and the development in myself. I still have my journal from when I was, I think I got it for my 12th birthday or 11th birthday from my grandmother. It's a brats journal, it's hilarious. I still have it and I will read it and I'll look at my vocabulary and how that developed. I used to use vocabulary words from high school at a certain point. Um, I'll look at just my, my emotions, how my emotions developed. I was very angry, scary angry. But in that journal, I can see how I went from just, you know, getting kind of annoyed to getting very angry. Um, and now in my journals as an adult, I'm more kind of self-focused. And it's, it's very interesting to be able to read back to yourself where you were at a certain point in time that's critical, not only for you, but it could be critical for those other people who read it as well. Number six, feed myself spiritually. This is so critical, critical and important. I am a Muslim woman. So to me, I learned um, about the spirit. I learned about God through the lens of the Nation of Islam, the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And that is my mode of learning and feeding myself spiritually. This type of food is so important. So with journaling, I actually also read a verse from the Quran and I'll open up to a random page. I'll read the Quran um, and see what type of message I'm getting that day. Anybody can read the Quran just like I read the Bible and the Quran is actually pretty impactful. I think everyone should read it at least once in their life. I'll also do things like meditate. That also to me is feeding yourself spiritually because a part of prayer is communicating to God, but in order to communicate with God, you do have to listen. I believe meditation is a form of listening to what God has to offer you, what type of energy and messages you can receive from your surroundings, from your environment, uh, meditation is very critical to spiritually being able to fill yourself up. I also, of course, watch my Minda Safar Khan lectures on YouTube, on NOI.org. I'll go on there, pick a, le- pick a lecture, and just go in on it. Uh, to me, <sighs> Minister Safar Khan is just so inspirational. And his words have impact that is lasting. Like, I'll think back to something... I used to hear growing up and it'll impact me right now to where it helps me to make a decision about life. Um, and that's crucial, Is critical um, in my perspective. Things that stick with your spirit, take with you. That's also why I listened to Ayanla Banzant. Her perspective and her experience and her story is so crucial as well to me. Uh, I recently began to see her work through her show, Fix My Life, but now I watch her on YouTube. She posts every week, every day. I will watch her on YouTube, see her more independent work, and spiritually, she is just uplifting, especially the black woman, uplifting black people and all people. But for me, her experience as a black woman and her perspective from African-centered teachings is just... Very, very, very um, inspiring. And it kind of teaches me what I may need to explore within myself in order to heal. It's a lot of healing in what she teaches and in order to grow. Number seven. Number seven is feed myself mentally. And this is something I just had to get back into. I enjoy being a student. That's just case in point. However, I don't enjoy... Um, school, (laughs) which is for some people an oxymoron. However, school and education are two different things. I've always known that to be true. And feeding myself mentally, I think um, through reading for me is the best way that I learn. So when I read an article, when I read books um, about the medical apartheid, they help me to mentally grow myself so that my brain thinks about the world differently because of what I learned through somebody else's experience or what I learn in research. I do read a lot and I don't read to try to memorize things, but I'll, I will read just to gather that information so that in the future I have a reference as to what to go back to, as well as in my mind, something that can influence how I approach the world. I, I'm building up my knowledge library to address the things that may approach me in life and the things I may approach in life. I am deciding to take on um, the study of is Brene Brown, the psychologist who focuses on emotion, who focuses on vulnerability. I've spoken about her before. I am going, I love psychology. So I'm actually going to take up studying her work because I believe it will help me in my work as a life coach as well as my work as just an helpful person to the people in my life. Atia here. I know you may be listening to me right now, but I wanted to take a moment to speak directly to you. Have you ever desired to speak with somebody on a regular basis for the sole purpose of working through your ideas? Do you feel as if you're on the cusp of a greatness that you're just not able to touch? Are you struggling emotionally and feel like you need someone who understands? Are you feeling completely lost in life or at a crossroads with no idea which direction to take? Well, have you ever considered life coaching? As I've mentioned before, I am a certified life coach and in my experience, life coaching was the impetus I needed in order to be able to move forward in life. I settled a long time relationship issue with one of my family members and I even built up the confidence to be able to be the mom, wife, and speaker that I am today. All of that to say, life coaching is definitely a critical thing to get involved in. And if you're interested at all, please visit acourseofaction.com to find more about life coaching as well as the services that I offer now. If you would like to contact me directly about life coaching, please contact me on Instagram at course of Action or email me course of action33 at gmail.com. Let's get back to the episode. Another thing that I just started doing that's really fun is called Wordly. I don't know if anybody has heard of it, but Google it Wordly and It's a puzzle that a man created for his wife. You have six chances to guess the word and it'll tell you when you have a letter correct, when it's incorrect, and when you have a letter correct, but it's not necessarily in the right place in the word. And it's very fun, I love puzzles as well. Definitely check out Wordly, it's a brain puzzle, something to get your mind moving. I do it every morning now and I'm obsessed. The eighth thing that I've been doing to improve my life is to feed myself healthily of course if i'm feeding myself spiritually and mentally i also need to feed myself physically so i've been doing that by just trying to cook more in the home even when i eat out i'll try to make better choices i do love pizza so i'm gonna still eat pizza whenever i can all the time oops but um i do try to make better choices instead of getting the greasy sandwich. I can get some rice and chicken, things like that. Um, I drink my water. Uh, I and uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us to eat one time, at one meal a day, in the hours of four and six. So while I'm nursing, the one meal a day hasn't really been helping. But I'll try to eat something light in the morning, and then between the hours of four and six, typically eat a more full dinner until. I'm no longer nursing or I can get used to one meal a day again. Also, feeding myself healthily looks like taking my vitamins, especially in in the age of COVID that we are still in now and will be in for a long time, in my belief. Um, Taking your vitamins is so crucial. Uh, Me as a, a postpartum, I guess I'm still postpartum, it hasn't been a year yet. Um, But postpartum, still taking prenatal vitamins. I haven't been doing that, but I was actually reminded of that last night. So I will begin to do that again, um, just because I'm still recovering, number one, and number two, I'm nursing my baby. So to make sure that she gets all the vitamins that she may need, um, having that extra boost from the prenatal vitamin and other supplements can be helpful. Of course, we each have our own medical history and medical concerns, so please consult a doctor if you have one or review your own medical history before adding any supplements. I'm not recommending you take any without consultation and research. Lastly, with just feeding myself healthily, I have to stay stay attentive of how I feel physically, right? So I, I mentioned in another episode about my wrists and how they hurt, My body is changing. It's a body I haven't experienced. I was a very, very, very skinny girl my whole life. However, I can't just accept that, oh, this is the new weight. If in my body I feel like this should not be where I am, I need to be attentive of that and get to my optimal weight. Everyone has their optimal weight. It's not about looking skinny. It's not about being fit or being the look of what a woman's body should be nowadays it's about how you feel right and you need to be attentive to that so that if you do not feel physically well you can begin to do the things you need in order to reach your optimal weight uh balance the chemicals etc in your body all of that so health and eating well is so critical for various reasons Number nine is move my body, right? I am striving to become anti-lazy, okay? Because (laughs) my mind will tell me so many times, like today, like, you don't want to do anything. Stay in your PJs. Don't do anything. Lay in the bed all day. I cannot do that. No. I need to be anti-lazy. Of course, I have my days, but giving myself grace, that doesn't mean I'm going to beat myself up for it. I will... I will just do better. <laughs> That's it. In the winter time this is very annoying for me because I hate the cold. like the lowest I ever want it to be in life is 60 degrees. So being 30 degrees outside all the time now is not good for me. but it is helpful for me to go out. I can go to the store, grocery store. Um, Go to the mall and just walk around, especially for the baby so she can do something. Going to my mom's house is very helpful. Doing things like yoga on YouTube. I do some squats sometimes with Journey in my hand so she loves it. Things I can do myself in the house is useful for just moving my body and getting that laziness out of me with physical activity. And number 10 on my list of how to improve my life has been expressing my feelings bluntly. This is particularly hard for me, and I think everything else on my list builds up to this. But me, as a black woman, I've been through a lot, right, in my life. And I do not share a lot of what I have been through, nor do I share a lot of what I may be feeling in the moment. I've grown up with this belief that I can just deal with it. If I can deal with it, just let it be. Um, And that's something that I'm going to start throwing away. It no longer serves me. So I'm going to start expressing my feelings more bluntly, more plainly. Doesn't mean I'm going to be rude and disregard others' feelings when I want to express myself. But it does mean that I'm going to figure out how to communicate what I am feeling better in the moment so that, number one, I'm more authentic and genuine with myself, first and foremost, as well as others, right? If I'm telling myself, it's fine, that's fine, that's what I'm relating to others, but I'm kind of squashing, again, putting that pot on top of the plant of Tia, of who I am. And I no longer want to do that. So especially as a mom now, I call myself Mama Bear, it's important for me to be able to express myself plainly, just plain and clear about what it is that I need, what it is that I want, and what it is I will and will not tolerate, as well as what my boundaries are. That is something I'm actively working on, but it is improving my life, um, especially my relationships that's my list. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Uh, just to run through it one more time. The things that I do to improve my life is number one, pray. Number two, wake up early. Three, give myself grace. Four, be present. Five, journal. Six, feed myself spiritually. Seven, feed myself mentally. And eight, feed myself healthily nine, move my body, and 10, express my feelings bluntly. I appreciate you all for tuning into this episode. I hope that something I said today has put a smile on your face or has been helpful in your own journey. Everyone, do me a favor right now and hit the like, the subscribe, the follow, whichever button you see by the podcast, Hit that button just to show your feedback, show your support if this was positive for you. And don't forget to share this as well. I really appreciate everyone. I want you all to know that my Tea Time family, you all are the reason why I continue to make these podcast episodes, and I am only heard because of you sharing my voice with the world. Thank you for listening to me thus far. I hope that everyone may go with peace after hearing this message. And let me know what type of positive things you do for yourself for life improvement, for self care. Hit me in the comments, especially men. Let me know what you do because I know your perspective of the world is a bit different than me as a woman. Um, So again, thank you all for listening thus far. If you would like to get in contact with me, please feel free to message me at teatimepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at teatimepodcast. You can also find me on Facebook at teatimepodcast. And of course, my main hub is anchor.fm slash teatimepodcast. And I really do appreciate everyone for tuning in, everyone for listening. Peace.